0: It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in it? In the end zone. It is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. Foster. Nine seconds for the win.
1: One okay. ball Turner! Touchdown Nebraska! That's the best block we've seen this year! Breeze hits it in the air to We will see you tomorrow
0: And an option to the right, Tommy on the
1: key, turns the corner, 25-30. Eldridge attack, win 35. Tommy Frazier, 37, 38, 39, 40, 45, 50! sports fans, we are coming at you live from WZBC Sports Radio Station here in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. You are listening to The Extra Point with Kenny Tomkiewicz and Isaiah Mueller. We are still here on the Heights. A lot of people have gone home for the rest of the semester. But, you know, we're staying for the sole reason of just being here to be able to... Give you guys our sports knowledge, and because I know everybody's excited to tune into the extra point, and we, we couldn't just throw away those extra three weeks of being on the show. It's not for academic purposes at all, it's just here to be on the air and to be <laughs> providing you guys with some entertainment. Uh, but anyway, jokes aside, we have a good slate of stuff for you tonight some NBA, some NFL. Even a little boxing in there. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And uh, we'll just hop right on into it. What do you want to talk about good. first, Isaiah?
0: Um, well, we can start off the little um, updated top five teams in the NFL. Sure. Um, seeing that, two weeks of NFL action have passed since our last show. Um, and I'll just jump right in. My top five as of right now. Um, Well I remember two weeks ago I had the Cardinals in there, and how they have fallen from grace the last two weeks, unfortunately. So they are no longer my top five. My top five reads like this: five Buffalo Bills, four the New Orleans Saints, three the Packers, two the Steelers, and one the Chiefs. And what about you, Kenny?
1: So my five goes at number five, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number four, Buffalo Bills. Three, Tennessee Titans. Two, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and number one, the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Wow. The Buccaneers are in your top five. Who's your number four again? The Bills. Bills. So, no Saints or Packers in the top five. Here's
1: here's what I have to say about no Saints. Wow. There's no Saints, and this is not to be disrespectful to the Saints. I like the Saints. I think they're a great team. But I can't put them in the, in the top five with Taysom Hill, Hill at the helm. If Drew Brees is there, a totally different story. They're absolutely in the top five. But as of right now, we do not even know if this guy's going to return. We don't know if he's ever going to play football again. They were talking like he might just be done. He's he's an older guy. He's,
0: he's not talking like that. Not he's him. saying he, he, he's saying he's ready to get going. Yeah, but
1: listen. All I'm saying is is there was serious debate if he was gonna retire at the end of last season and now he has this this terrible injuries, the broken ribs, the collapsed lung. You know, we gotta see what happens with him. This if he doesn't come back, this could be the end for him. And if he does come back, maybe this is his last hurrah and this is his last shot because got you know, he has the wife, he has the kids, maybe uh you know, he's Gotta start thinking about being smart and thinking about the family life going forward. Who knows? But that's that's why they're excluded. And then in terms of the Packers being excluded, they're right there on the border. Um I have the Bills in the box ahead of them because I, I like what the Bills have been doing. They've been impressing me lately, especially with like the wins against um you know, the Seahawks and and things of that nature, and they've been pretty much dominating their division all year. And uh, the reason I have the Bucs over the Packers is because the Bucs beat the Packers earlier on in the year, and the Bucks are even more dangerous now than they were when they when they played the Packers because they now have Antonio Brown and they're starting to figure each other out. And they really played the Chiefs close. It was a close game. You know, it looked like it was going to be blowout early, and. They really came back pretty, um, pretty well, and I think if there weren't, if it wasn't for those picks that Brady threw, there could have been a real shot that they could have won that game, and oh my God, if they played like an ounce better or like, any better defense on Tyreek Kill, I don't even looked like that guy was just watching him out there. Whoever was defending him, I forget the cornerback's name, but. I think they're still a pretty serious team, and if we both had the Chiefs as our number one, and the Bucs just play the Chiefs the way they did, I think we gotta really think that the Bucks should be considered in the top five.
0: Now, I I know we're gonna get into the Bucks a little bit later, but I have them like I mean I didn't you know map it out this far, but I would have them closer to like the ten range. The ten range. The, look at the, listen to their last five games. They beat the Giants barely. Barely, but that's a two-point win that they the Giants are g- first place could have lost. Yeah, the Giants are... <laughs> they get blown out by the Saints at home. And then they win a, a bounce back game against the Panthers, who aren't that great. Then they lose to the Rams, who just lost to the 49ers, and then they lose to the Chiefs. And sure they only lost to the Chiefs by three points, but I mean that game never felt like the Chiefs were in jeopardy. And at, the at the end, fact, I thought it felt it felt like that it, to me. It it didn't really feel like that to me at all. Brady has been throwing interception like interceptions at like a record rate for him at least. And you know yeah sure if Tyreek Hill doesn't go off then you know it's a closer game or whatever but he did. The defense still allowed him to give up like a record day. So I think you know that three point final spread of that game just I don't I don't think it really showed how dominant it really was. Uh, the, I I never felt. That the Chiefs were in any sort of danger in that game, and and yeah, all of a sudden it does come down to oh we we actually do have to get this first down, but no, I, I don't. That's not a top five team to me. You know that blowout, the blowout loss to the Saints, and then they lose to the Rams last week. They lose to the Chiefs again. Like they're just they're not top five. They could maybe be top ten. That's fine. They're not top five to me. All
1: right, all right. But but look, they're not more towards ten. Come on.
0: Yes, w- they are. Second. There wait are a better second. teams.
1: Wait a second. Here's what I'm saying. They played bad. They made mistakes. And they still lost to the team that you and I are both saying right now are the, is the number one team in the league and defending Super Bowl champions, and they have the MVP of the league, Patrick Mahomes, on their team. Or he should be the MVP. He's the best quarterback in the league, gets paid all the money, and they only lost by Three. Listen,
0: but my point is that it wasn't. The, it wasn't that on, close. It was not that close. If you watched the what whole game, it,
1: that, it was I, not. I did watch the whole, That's just, that watch the whole game. That happens sometimes where it
0: ends closer than than the score. It does not Listen, reflect the how Bucking the whole New game was. The Buccaneers
1: defense shut down Kansas City in the second half pretty well. Listen, Brady threw those two interceptions. If that changes, that could be a big shift. Maybe they win the game. Also, their leading receiver was Rob Gronkowski. Something has to be done. With this game plan, you have Mike Evans and Antonio Brown in your team. Antonio Brown only had two receptions for 11 yards. That's not Antonio Brown's fault. He's not a part of the game plan. They have to find ways to get Antonio Brown the ball. He's the best receiver on that team. I don't care what you say. I don't care what anybody says. He's the best receiver on that team. He can't have 11 yards. It's unbelievable. If he had... like an 80-yard gain, which is pretty average for Antonio Brown, all of a sudden, maybe the score is different. They have to get their great players involved. No disrespect to Gronk, but he's like the Terminator. He's like a robot. He's put together from how many surgeries, and nobody even thought he was going to be that impactful this year. you got to get the ball to your playmakers like Evans and Brown. This game plan has to change.
0: So do you want to just roll right into the question while we're on the Buccaneers right now? Um about what the main problem is sure, in Tampa? It's Bruce Arians because... Arians? No, the question is... is Antonio Brown... Who, who's the, the bigger...
1: catches last What's week the bigger problem?
0: The Bruce Arians or Tom Brady? That's the question. You're saying Bruce Arians. It Sorry, ha- continue.
1: It's not Brady's fault that Antonio Brown's only getting the ball twice. It's the game plan. There's something that's critically wrong with how this team is being coached. The team should be coached in a manner where Mike Evans and Antonio Brown are the two guys that are going to be highlighted in their offense. Tom Brady isn't the one calling the plays. It's Bruce Arians and that coaching staff. And certain plays are meant for certain players. This just has to, it has to change. There has to be more focus on their star players. You have them, why not use them? I love Antonio Brown on the Giants right now. We're make, looking to make a playoff push. I know that we'd be using them him more than they're they're wasting him. It's unbelievable. Eleven
0: yards. Okay, that I see where it come from, but I I completely completely disagree. Honestly, I, I like it's not entirely one way or the other, but like I think it's definitely more on Brady. To start, I I just remember watching him last year, and he just looked you know so much older, and you know he just he's getting washed up. And it's not like he goes to Tampa and just just like 30, like young 30s Tom Brady again. He's still like super old and pretty washed up. And like I was saying earlier, the interception numbers are up. And then, you know, you look at these, like I see what you're saying with like the play calling, but is the reason that Antonio Brown's getting the ball, not getting the ball, is that because of the play call? Or is that because Tom Brady doesn't look down the field to his star receivers? I mean, he's, become this quarterback where he throws it he likes you know dump it off to like the running backs the guys that are close and they're doing a lot of pass plays so i don't i don't really see how it's on arians like the fact that brady is not throwing the ball to antonio brown i don't see how that's on the head coach that's on brady to me who's not looking down the field like he used to and when he does he's throwing picks so that to me is not on the coaching at all that's on tom brady Becoming this average quarterback that you know throughout his career he was a, he was a top quarterback he's an average quarterback now he's a, he's a, he's and well if you had a,
1: above average if you had a, if
0: you had one of the top like I can't imagine if Aaron Rodgers or Patrick oh. Mahomes or even Drew Brees Russell Wilson if one of those guys was starting on the Buccaneers they would be a one loss team right now they would they would be a a top top team because Bruce Arians is a pretty good coach he. I mean the he's been on the Bucks what like How
1: many Super Bowls has Bruce Arians? He's made? only been
0: a coach for like 6 years. He's already won coach of the what do you year. What a coach of He he's, he's one, like one like an coach old of the year. Well, no, like he's only been a head coach for like 6 How or 7 How many Super Bowls has he won? He's won two coaches of the year Zero. and How many yeah, has Brady won? He was with the Cardinals for like 5 How years. Has Brady won? Yeah yeah and he's like 43 years old now 44 whatever he Listen. is. He's very much oh he's a much worse quarterback than he once was is he basically throwing, entirely on him for not... Yeah, he, th- he knows Gronk. He was he's throwing with Gronk down the for, field. To Gronk, sure. Every,
1: no, every time he's throwing down the field, it's these streaks. It's like you're running Hail Marys. There has to be more... There has to be more variety in this offense. You can't tell me that you put Tom Brady on this team with all these weapons, and it's his fault. It's, he's on this team. The, the, the plays are not being called right. There has to be more creative play call. And there has to be more options downfield rather than just a streak
0: pattern. So is Antonio Brown like if he's this great receiver is he just he Is he
1: is the fourth best receiver in the National Football League. Yes, he So is great. so
0: is he is he open a lot and like like the play calls just like like well, I don't I don't even not I don't I don't understand him in the play
1: call. They used to fe- he they used to feature him in the play call when he was in uh Pittsburgh, but clearly he's not being featured in the play call. If he's only has two receptions.
0: I mean, I don't know how I don't know what his snap count was. Like, I I would have to go back and look at that. But I can't imagine that he's just because I mean I think he's a pretty good receiver. Like, I don't he's think he's a top three good. receiver. He's a pre, he's pretty good. But to me, if it's not on Brady, then then he like if it's on Brady, which I'm saying it's it's on Brady, like. It's not like Antonio Brown just, like, shut down, like, covered every play. I'm sure he's open a lot of plays, and Brady just doesn't look to him. He doesn't see him. He, he looks to his running backs that he likes to dump it off to, and he looks to Gronk because that's who he knows. That's who he's played with for a long time. I'm sure Antonio Brown is open a decent amount of the time, and he's just not looking to him. So, again, it's, it's on Brady. I think and it's a bit I, of both. It's definitely, it's definitely not entirely one way or the other, but it's definitely a lot more on Brady. He's just old. He used to be really good. He doesn't have the downfield talent, like the, the ability to throw the ball downfield. He doesn't have it anymore. Like that's just how it, it, it goes. If, if, again, if a top, like one of the top like four or five quarterbacks on that team, completely different story. There's so many weapons on that team, and, the, and it's, it's not the play calling. They, have, they do plenty of pass plays that Tom Brady could capitalize if he was a better quarterback, and he, he can't capitalize. That's all I got to say.
1: <laughs> I think you're a Tom Brady hater. I think they're still going to the so Super old. Bowl. Because he's so old. They're still oh. going to the
0: Super Bowl. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. No. no. No, Yeah. They are 7-5. and five. They're going to have a long road ahead of them in the playoffs. And sure the NFC isn't as good this year as the AFC. I'll say that. Even, even with that being said, they'll get knocked out after, probably by round two. No. Nope. Yeah. They, they will. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. They're, they're just not it, – it, and it's because of Tom Brady. If they had a better quarterback – they would be yeah, like Chief like right? <laughs> I'm not saying Jameis is better. Who were but... you picking up that you rather
1: have? Cam Newton?
0: On the Buccaneers? Yeah. Who, no, I, who say... was
1: there in the free agent who do you want?
0: No, I know. I'm I'm not saying that like there was somebody else specifically out there that they could have gone oh. for, but it's just that he is not like on that same level as they need him to be, like as as he once was. That a Super Bowl contending team would need him to be. They're not. He's not. He's he not just at that won level the Super anymore. Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, and that was that Super Bowl was entirely on defense. Yeah, but it was didn't, entirely he, didn't the defense. Did he make that
1: big throw at the end of the game? That was a throw one, down one the big field. Throw. To Gronk.
0: One big throw, and no, it was so I think that was more Gronk yards after catch. Everybody only remembers
1: the one big throw.
0: And, it, I, and how how long that throw was even was that? I feel like that was more of Gronk running down the field yards after catch. I Think it was a nice throw down the field. And and where they put up that game like ten points was like 13. thirteen points, yeah. Come on, that was a defense that the defense won that Super Bowl. Yeah, they he, did he was not he was he, he was already on the decline. Last year was the proof, and this year is even more the proof. I mean, the interception numbers are just crazy. Like he's still and when you think QBR and he he's throwing te- like you just watch a whole game like the. Passes he's making are just so much more inaccurate than they have been in the past, and like just his decisions, he he can't throw the ball down the field. It, it's as simple as that. He cannot throw the ball down the field anymore. He he lost the ability. He can't do it anymore. And and he they, the well, Buccaneers he, need a younger quarterback that can throw the ball down the field. So, Brady. Yeah. No. I I mean I, I didn't really love the move. I never did. So I'm not saying Jameis would have been a lot better. Maybe if you got a lot of work done to decline the interception numbers last year. He could have been top tier in using these uh, weapons that the Buccaneers have, but who knows? But the
1: reason the weapons are there is because Tom is there.
0: Yeah, and because people are still married to their old like mindset that Tom Brady is still like in his young 30s well, and is second. the best wait of all second. time and still at the peak of his wait performance. Wait a second.
1: Do you think you know better than Antonio Brown and uh, Leonard Fournette?
0: What? Wait, what do you? Because you, you're do saying you they're know, only there because of Brady. You know, wait,
1: wait. Do you know more about NFL quarterbacking and like who's a good quarterback than Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette? Just answer
0: me that. Well, for one thing, it's it's hard to tell like what Antonio Brown's mindset is now because he's. I mean, uh, no, he's, no. He's just kind not, of crazy don't make person. excuses. Just say no.
1: <laughs> just say no. I do not know as much as Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette. Just. Well, I mean, it's okay, like, you could say it.
0: I can have an opinion on this. No, no, and, no, but, but who knows more? That, that's not, a, you can say that about any oh football question. You can say that about any football question.
1: But wait, like, but wait, just, just admit to me that Antonio Brown. Yes.
0: NFL players know more about you. football than me. Sure. Okay, fine. So now wait. Not, but wait, the fact that wait, they're married to Tom Brady wait, is not smart.
1: Wait, where did Antonio Brown go? Yeah.
0: The, he went was there camp. a lot
1: of teams that were courting Antonio Brown? Was there rumors that he might be going to the Seahawks?
0: I mean, he he he, he 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 thinks that Tom Brady's still, like, top of his game, elite. So he went to Tom Brady. Fine, he can think that. I just think that that's false, and I think this season is proving that.
1: He has the respect for Tom Brady, and he knows what Tom Brady's still capable of. He worked out with Tom Brady over the offseason, and he knows what he could do. That's why he's there. It's because people still respect him. And love
0: him, and they deny the fact that he's washed up and not nearly as good enough, as good as he once was. He
1: went to the team and he turned it into a playoff team. He turned, he became a, he's the leader of that team and he's turned around a culture.
0: They're only going to end up with a couple more wins than they had last season. They were around 500 last year, sure, but they were they were around 500 last year and they'll be like maybe two games above 500 this year. So yeah, it's an improvement. Brady is better than Jameis. I will admit that. But it, it's not that much of a of a step up, he, cause he just because Brady, we'll yeah, see he's one of the greatest of all time. He's won like six Super Bowls or whatever, and he's had his prime. It's it's just passed. We'll see. He, he needs to probably just retire at this point. We'll see. Okay, fine, fine. We,
1: we shouldn't retire. <laughs>
0: Forget it. I don't the If we spend twenty minutes on this, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> um. Yeah, we can move it to. Uh, well, we can just keep it in the NFC. I thought that was an interesting question. Um, should Seattle be considered the favorites to win the NFC? What, what are your thoughts on this?
1: You're not going to like what I'm going to have to say. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think they should be considered the favorites. I think you got to be looking at the Bucs, the, not, not the Packers, the Packers, or a Saints team if Drew Brees comes back.
0: That's what I'm looking at. So the Bucks will probably be like fifth seed. that'd be my prediction right now. And you think so do you think they are the favorites?
1: If you if you asked
0: me who was the favorite to come
1: out of the NFC today, I would still say the Bucks, yes.
0: Even I mean, okay, this year being on the road doesn't matter as much, sure, but they're gonna be probably like the fifth seed where the
1: teams. On. The Bucs beat the Packers earlier in the year. I think they'll do it again because the Bucs are a better team than they were back Going then. to Green
0: Bay in January, though, and the Packers angry about, you know, that kind of goose egg they no put fans. up. But it's freezing. This is a warm-weather team going to Green Bay. That's a team that's going to be football players. fired up. Aaron Rodgers having an MVP season. and
1: He's not having
0: an MVP yes, season. Yes, he is. And they're no, mad about that bad that performance they put up. Is. And we don't
1: know what the state of the Saints are going to be. So yes, I would have to go with the Bucks coming that's, out of the NFC.
0: Yeah, they're they're at six right now. They're barely even even in the playoffs at this point. They're second to last team in the playoffs. Right we will see. Okay, fine. Well, what do what do you think the Seahawks are? Without well, you're, no, you're not the Seahawks are not going to say the Packers. Did you like? I don't even. That's a terrible. I, I thought it was a terrible question. I mean, not not. In, I guess a terrible question, but like, I don't think it's even close. I think the Saints and Packers are clearly the best two teams in the NFC. <sighs> And Seattle what? barely even, I mean, they weren't even that convincing in beating Philadelphia last night, and Philadelphia's I terrible. I agree. So, and Seattle, not to mention their historically terrible pass defense, the fact that Russell Wilson has come down from his MVP performance he had the first couple weeks of the season, they're, they're clearly not the favorites to win the NFC at all. It's obviously the Saints and the Packers. And, and yeah, if they get Drew Brees, then it might be the Saints. But as of right now, we don't know what the story is there. It but it's Saints and Packers. Then probably the Seahawks. Yeah, probably the Seahawks after them. But it, it's those two teams at the top, and it's it's they're 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 at another another level. And the Buccaneers, I, I just I can't give any respect to the Buccaneers right now. They're seven and five. Three out of the last, they lost three of the last four. In The game before that, they barely beat the Giants. Like to say that they are the favorites the are a is. <laughs> whatever that to say that the are you, Bucks discounting, are the are
1: you discounting the, the possibility well, that they the don't,
0: Giants make a playoff run if they don't have Daniel Jones then Colt yes. McCoy looks pretty good D- Colt, DJ uh, will be back Colt McCoy that's well, I mean what's the do you know what the update is on, on Danny Dimes on his injury it looks like he's going to be out next week but I'm, I'm sure they're just arresting him because they know they're not going to be the Seahawks <laughs> anyway and they'll be ready to make Their postseason run. That'll be that'll be fun. I don't believe in if it's Colt McCoy for an extended period of time, not a chance. But if it's Danny Dimes, maybe. But we we we've gotten off a little bit. Um anyway, yes, no, it's uh not Seattle. At least we can agree Seattle's not the favorite, but the decision on who's the favorite is very contentious and questionable from one of us. Um but Still sticking on that Monday night football game last night. Is it time for Philadelphia to clean house? What do you think? Look,
1: I know they've looked bad this year, and I get that, but I just can't dignify cleaning house for a team that was in the playoffs last year.
0: That's all. I I mean, they were pretty bad last year, though, too. But they They made the playoffs. They did. But that wasn't... That was in, like, the preview NFC East. Like, they were pretty bad last year. It was, like, a preview of how bad they were going to be this year. The NFC East is going to be much better next year. Yeah, maybe. But um, I don't I, I don't know. I think, uh, well, I, I was watching a decent amount of that game last night, Philadelphia and Seattle. And the announcers were just going off about Carson Wentz. Like, keep him in. He's so good. Just, you know, give him time. It's all right. And I was just, like, sitting there, like, are you guys watching the same game as I am? Like, he, he was getting – like, they don't have a great offensive line, but he was just waiting in the pocket for hours on end and getting – I mean, he got sacked, like, at probably at least five or six times and was missing open guys, overthrowing them. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying Carson Wentz is completely done for. I think if you were to give him some time, he could – potentially, you know, kind of, like, fix his mistakes, potentially go back to that, that, pot like, close to MVP form he had a couple years ago. But I, I, I was watching that game last night, and I totally thought Jalen Hurd should be in this game. Wentz has just been terrible this year. He, he looks just so bad. And the fact that Doug Peterson is sticking with him tells me that he needs to go too. I mean, they, it, they're in a division that they – you know that's a terrible the division. They should be playing at least a little bit better, especially for a team that was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. I mean, I think you give I think you give the starting reins to Jalen Hurts, like pre, like uh, basically as soon as possible. And if that doesn't happen, then I think Wentz and Doug Peterson need, need to go. Now I know it's a little tough with Wentz because of the contract situation. I know if they get rid of him, they still have to pay him a lot of money. So. They probably aren't able to get rid of him that quickly, but I think Jalen Hurts needs to start getting reps. I'm not saying he's going to be the next, like, franchise quarterback, but, I mean, you never know. I think you start giving him reps and just stop with this, like, like acting like Carson Wentz is, like, fine and, like, he's all right and he's playing not great, but, like, keep giving the ball. Like, no. They still have a chance to make the playoffs. Let the quarterback – that they can win, they have the highest chance of winning with at least like get a chance because it's clearly not Carson Wentz. So I disagree. I'm a Carson Wentz believer. He
1: hasn't played well this year, but he's still an above average quarterback in this league.
0: But not this year, though. No, and they, not so, this they should year, still make the playoffs still, this year. So what do you do about it this year? You still play him because he's a better quarterback. But that's because we haven't given Jalen Hurts any time, and he's a guy that had a lot of college success.
1: There's a reason why Jalen Hurts is not playing.
0: It's because Doug Peterson is married to Carson Wentz. He won't give him up because he...
1: Well, do you really think if Jalen Hurts looked better in practice than Carson Wentz, then Jalen Hurts wouldn't be playing, especially with how bad they've been doing and how bad Wentz has been playing? Like, doesn't
0: this... Possibly, and that could be on Doug Peterson. He might still be, like... I don't know, maybe Jalen Hurts is doing better in practice and Doug Peterson just committed to Carson Wentz. Listen,
1: that team has been under so much heat about still starting Carson. They have not been playing well. Carson has not been playing well. I think if they had any excuse to start Jalen Hurts, they
0: would do it. But But they won't, and that's why I think Peterson needs to go too.
1: I'm saying maybe they won't because Hurts is not playing better than Wentz in practice. Maybe Hurts is even worse. You're right. They are still in the playoff picture, and maybe they really do truly believe that Wentz is the guy to get them there. If anyone.
0: I I mean, I, like, I'm looking at this. Out of 31 quarterbacks, in QBR, Carson Wentz is 27. I know. He's getting paid $100 million or whatever I know. He's is. having a bad year. Just, a, just uh, above Nick Mullins, just below Cam Newton. He's having a bad year. Yeah, and that's why I think you— you draft a quarterback in the second round last year, give him a shot. Let him well, get some more... more... I
1: didn't agree with that draft, so...
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you don't have to agree, but that's what they did. So, give the guy a shot. Like, you didn't just draft him for no reason. Like, especially if your quarterback is, like, fourth worst in the league right now. And you still have a chance to make the playoffs, despite how bad your starter has been. Give the other guy a chance, at least. Give him some time. Like, Hurts he... was in, like, two plays last night, and... I think like he had like a nice completion on one of the two plays that he was in, and then he was and the other one was like a running play. just give him some more reps, give him some time in games. you gotta mix it up yeah i you really do, and if if they don't, they stick with Carson wentz and this trend continues for the last five games. Get rid of both of them honestly they're like maybe give Carson wentz one more year, I guess with the contracting and give him an offseason practice, but like doug Peterson, i mean he let he. I don't know what happened. He made a super. He won a Super Bowl three years ago, and now he just can't get over this terrible quarterback. And I don't. I just. It's a mess over there. I I don't like it. I think you get rid of him, or at least you give Jalen Hurts a chance. And I don't think Doug Peterson's going to. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) I just. I was annoyed watching that game last night. I'm like, let me watch. Someone else that's not Carson Wentz because maybe, just maybe, something good will happen. That's that, it was just frustrating. Let's, let's move on. That's enough Eagles talk. Where do you want to, what do you want to do?
1: There's a lot of different stuff. Uh, anything pop out to you? Um, what about, you know what? Why don't we do, um, because the, uh, so the question that we, were, that we have here, we're talking about the AFC wildcard picture. So as maybe some of you don't know, this year the wildcard has been expanded to three teams. So there's going to be seven teams from each conference that are going to be in the playoffs. And there's a nice group of teams that are going to be really fighting for these three spots And the teams we have written down here are Dolphins, Colts, Ravens, Raiders, and Browns. So those are the teams that are currently not in first place that are going to be fighting for this wildcard spot. And we didn't really consider these teams possibly making the jump to first place. That is possible for the Dolphins and the Colts. But for this conversation, we're just going to consider which of these three teams we think is going to... Make those wild card spots slash make the playoffs. So, what do you think, Isaiah?
0: Yeah. So I looked um, at all their remaining schedules, and I had the I think the Browns go eleven and five. That's what I had. Looking at the, their last five games, and the other four teams, I could easily see each of them going ten and six. Like they have, they each have five games left, and they each have four games that they, I think that they should each win. Now, what will be interesting is Dolphins play the Raiders. Well, I, multiple of these teams play each other going down the stretch. Dolphins play the Raiders week 16, which will be very interesting. That I think whoever wins that is probably in. But I really like this Raiders team. But after this last weekend, I mean, they lost 6-43 to the Falcons. I thought this team was, like, poised for a dark horse run, but... Now they're sitting at six and five. They're the worst of these five teams in terms of record. They basically are gonna have to they have to win almost all five of their last game. Maybe four out of their last five. But for a team that I really thought highly of, I was pretty disappointed and because they're sitting at last of the records, I I don't exactly know how the tiebreakers would work, but I'd probably have the Raiders missing out, which is tough. I really like that team, but man, that was a tough loss this weekend. And then it's just it's tough to say because you know then it becomes down to because I think the Ra- Browns are in I think Raiders probably are out in this situation and then it comes down to Colts Dolphins Ravens and you know the it it it's really tough those teams are really close and it's really going to depend on if the Ravens continue this kind of downward spiral they're on which seems like it's poss- it might be likely looking at the fact that. I mean, I mean, they start to play the Steelers. One more, yeah. Uh, this, uh, yeah, they play tomorrow, and then a couple more tough games. And if they can't figure it out, if they keep up this, you know, kind of downward trend, I think the Dolphins and Colts are going to be well equipped enough to maintain where they are. And I don't know, it's it's really close. But I, I right now, I have Browns, Colts, and Dolphins making it. But I, I mean, that could easily change. Rate say the Raiders go out and beat the Dolphins in Week sixteen, and the Raiders like win the three games before that, then the Raiders are in. So it's gonna be a, it's it's a fun last five weeks of the season because it's gonna be super close. And you can't even hand the Browns a playoff berth either. I mean, they're eight and three right now, but they're still the Browns. Historically, I mean, they find ways to lose, and they have the best chance right now. I think of any of those teams, but they could easily fall out. So. Right now, I'm taking the Ravens and Raiders out, but it really could go either way. There's still five more weeks of, of good games. So.
1: so I have the Colts, the Ravens, and the Browns. They're going to be making it. I went through, and I predicted the final records for all these five teams. I had the Dolphins finishing 9-7, and seven, the Raiders finishing 9-7, and seven. The Browns finishing 10-6. The Colts finishing 11-5. and And the Ravens finishing 11-5. and I really think the Ravens are going to catch fire down this uh, home stretch of the season. I think they'll lose tomorrow to the Steelers. But after that, the schedule is pretty light with the exception of the Browns. So after that, they're going to be playing the Cowboys, the Browns, the Jaguars, the Giants, and the Bengals. So... I think all of those games are winnable, and I think they're going to win all those games. So I think they're going to lose tomorrow, but then they're going to close out the season five and zero and get to eleven and five and get back to
0: the playoffs. I mean, I would like to see it. You know, you know, I'm a big Lamar fan. I would love to see that happen, but I just I have a hard time trusting this team after the last couple of weeks of just seeing like their poor perform. Like it just looks like they're kind of falling apart a little bit and. Again, I would love to see them you know, figure it out, get back, get things back together and go on a win streak, but I just, I'm just i a lot more scared than I had been last year or even earlier this year about their ability to do that. I think they can. I just I could see them drop in a couple games that they shouldn't. They, 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 the team just scares me. And I think the other thing, too, is you have the Ravens in and the Dolphins out. I know that you've been um, hating on Tua a little bit. Um, so it makes sense that you don't have them I, I think that they
1: well, I'd le- honestly I think it'd be cool if they made it because they haven't been good in such a yeah. long time and they've showed sparks of being very impressive this year and they've beaten some teams that they weren't really supposed to be. they've been a fun team to watch so you know I don't take pleasure in, this, in not including them in my in my playoff prediction but the way it works out that's how it goes I will say, I didn't predict how the end of the season would go for the Bills. So perhaps maybe, because the Dolphins are only one game behind the Bills right now. So perhaps if um, the Dolphins jumped the Bills and got first place, and then maybe the Bills would just fall out of everything. I don't know. But I think, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Bills will probably close out and
0: finish and get first place. One one other thing of note right now, again, this could, this could change in the next five weeks, but the Dolphins do have the tiebreaker over the Colts based on win percentage in conference games. So that's another thing. They have the better win. They have the tiebreaker there. Um, so, I don't know. I yeah, I really like this Dolphins team. They've looked really good. And let's see, they got the Bengals next week. I think that I mean that's probably a win. Chiefs is probably a loss. And then Pat they kind of got a bit of a tougher schedule because then they got the Patriots and Patriots. It's like every other week they kind of show up as a different team, Raiders and Bills. So then, yeah, Raiders game is gonna be really important. And then tough one at the Bills. So you know you you might be onto something because they have a, they might have the toughest schedule down the stretch. I mean obviously they got a like easier game against the Bengals, but yeah they they have a tougher schedule. And so I think I think that Raiders Dolphins game week sixteen is gonna be huge. I think that the Raiders have a much easier schedule till then, and they're – about like what their game behind them right now, so I think they could easily catch up, be the same record, and then whoever wins that game is in. I don't know. I think I think that one would be fun. I like I I could easily see the winner of that team game being the number seven team in the AFC playoffs. So, but yeah, I don't know. It'll be fun five weeks. Um do you want to talk a little bit about the Patriots because they they don't think that they are, uh, they don't think that they're done yet. They're done. I I think it's I think too, everyone outside steep. of New England thinks they're thinks they're done. It's but. too
1: steep. Um, you know they had a nice quality win, but I was I was looking at it. You know I actually typed their their name into our question for teams to consider about maybe making the wild card, and then I looked. <laughs> at the schedule and what they're going to have to do. And I said, oh, you know what? I don't think that's going to happen. Because they're sitting at 5-6 and six right now. And, you know, I, I had the worst team making the playoffs is the Browns at 10-6. and six, so And they have five more games. So you're telling me they're going to beat the Chargers, the Rams, the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets? I don't think so. And that's what they would have to do. And I just don't yeah. think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. So do you, what do you think about Cam Newton then? Is he... Like, how much of this is on him? Is he an average quarterback? Is he above, below? What are your thoughts on on Cam, what you've seen so far?
1: Yeah, I think Cam was once a really good quarterback. Like, when he won his MVP back in Carolina, and he's been kind of injury-plagued ever since. And I think at this point in in his career, he's an average quarterback. I don't think he's bad, but I don't think he's good. I think he's perfectly average.
0: Yeah, I mean... It's kind of funny because I don't know if this is just a local thing because he's on the Patriots or what, but, like, I've seen so many ads, like, on, like, billboards for one thing, but then, like, commercials and stuff, too, about, like, Cam, like, all, like, these doubters and, like, all, like, like, they're talking about, like, the injuries and stuff, and he's like, oh, like, I'm back, like, I'm I'm still great or whatever, but, like, clearly, like, the numbers show that he is not. Um,
1: it's also I, a little tough because he doesn't have that many weapons.
0: Yeah, it, well, that's true, but... I think he is, I I agree with you, I think he is average. I mean, he's 26th in QBR, 23rd in yards, 35th in touchdown passes, um, and he's tied for 7th in interceptions, but he makes up for it in rushing because he's got, he's 5th in rushing touchdowns out of everyone, and out of quarterbacks, he's got the 4th most uh, rushing yards. So I think definitely a, he's gotten to a point where he's a below average, I mean, he's never the best passer around, but he's definitely below average passer now, and I think his ability to still get quality yards running the football brings him up to that average level. But, I mean, yeah, like, and, I mean, it, it makes offense, sense because he doesn't have the weapons. but his defense,
1: who is he throwing the ball to? Yeah, no, it's
0: it's very true. He doesn't have too many weapons. Um, even with that, though, like, he's – I think he's still probably below average in passing. Makes up for it in his rushing ability. But, yeah, he's, he's an average quarterback, which is why they signed him to a one-year, $1 million deal – which is why he's not the quarterback of their future. They just needed someone with some experience, someone to, just to come in and be the starter, and he was available. So, I, I like I'm not gonna fault them for taking him and like sticking with him. And he's gotten some tough wins, and they're at five and six, which is like respectable, I guess not not for New England by New England standards, but to basically anyone else, they're at least respectable. Like seeing what they're coming, like what they have. So, yeah, he's average. And that's how the, that's what the team is five and six. They're gonna stay average. They're not gonna make the playoffs. They'll end right around five hundred, average team, average quarterback. That's that's what I think of the Patriots. And yeah, they'll probably like the last five games. They'll probably either go two and three or three and two, but it's a top schedule. They might even go one and four, and yeah, they're gonna miss the playoffs. They'll be close to five hundred, just average. All right, you want to get
1: into NBA a little
0: bit? Yeah, sure.
1: So first off, I have to address this question. Is the NBA starting too soon? What are you crazy? Well, from uh, too yeah. soon. I know that the season just ended and that's what it feels like, but I cannot wait
0: to start no. watching
1: the NBA yeah, again. No.
0: I don't think it's I'm I'm excited. Let's go. No, no. From a, from a fan's perspective, that just like yeah, just like someone that wants to watch oh, NBA basketball. From an
1: athlete perspective yeah, like
0: from an athlete and just overall, no, because it's... I think from a fan's perspective, yeah, it's fun. Like, oh yeah, give me more basketball, sure. But just overall, like, I like it's way too soon to, for any league to like come off of. I mean, sure, like some of those bottom teams haven't Why? played since March because they've had barely had any rest. They're used to like
1: how, what, what about like, four or huge, five months of what, what about rest? the huge rest that they had in between the the. Uh... Yeah, but then they have to go to into the bubble. The season and in between that time and the bubble.
0: Yeah, but they they go to the bubble and they play games like every like almost every single day. I mean, it's nonstop. And sure, yeah, some teams get knocked out earlier and whatever. But I mean, they literally just got done playing. They have a, like a month to rest, and then they're already getting back to practice. Rookies are. I, I know the rookies haven't played since the spring, so they're rested. They also are coming into a brand new league. They've got no time to develop, like. I, I just think it was totally a money grab. Like, I mean, it's just 100% like a money grab by the NBA to get them started this quickly. There's no, no other reason to start the league other than to kind of save some revenue. And, like, other than that, like, it's clearly not enough time for rest and not enough time for a, a real off season. So it's, it's too – it's just – it's way too soon. And, sure, for fans, it's fun. You get to watch more NBA very quickly. But it was just a, like – a very obvious money grabbing move by the NBA where they're not really I don't the think
1: athletes I, I, are making the money too
0: but I don't think they're they're not really thinking about the athletes because like think of all the people that got hurt in the bubble that would have if they had like the normal time to rest in an off season they're, they're fine for next season like Kemba is missing the first month or two of, of this next season with a knee injury and if he had the normal time to rest that wouldn't be happening so it's it has its effect on teams too where they lose like some like some teams best players are gonna be hurt where they would have usually had time to rest all because the NBA just needed to get things started immediately but what which about I think is just all for the most
1: time in between when they were when we, they couldn't play
0: yeah no I mean yeah they had a lot of rest then but then all these bubble teams which were all the best teams had to go and play like games like basically every single day and the playoff teams it, it was just continued on it was these series where they were playing like almost every day and that just finished, like, a month ago. It's just too soon, especially in a league where, at the very least, you get, what is it, four and a half-ish months? The teams that are in the finals get, like, four and a half months of break. Now the teams that are in the final this year get one and a half months? I mean, that's, like, a quarter of what they usually get. So it's, like, I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. I know everything's weird not, right now. I'm not as as flabbergasted I just, as you are. Well, I just feel bad for like some of these players that, that go for the, that want the rest and they don't get it because the NBA it, it's just a, it's just a complete Listen, money grab move. Isaiah hold on. And and don't get me wrong, I am excited to watch they're, I just think logistically to play
1: basketball.
0: These are guys
1: that have the money to spend to be able to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on their bodies they had the whole break in between when they shut down the league and the bubble, and then not even everybody went to the bubble, and then teams got sent home after those first eight games, and then as you went further into the playoffs, there were less and less teams that were playing, so I don't see what the, like...
0: Because the best teams have had, like, basically right. no and rest. the best
1: teams, like... like uh, the Lakers and the Heat are gonna be fine because they're the Lakers and the Heat, and the Lakers just got infused with even more great players, and they're gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, but think of like those top players. Like I remember, like multiple people on the Lakers talking about if we start the the league starts in December, we're not playing. I think so, it's silly, and they're and they're gonna end up still playing because they want the money. But I mean, that's why that's just like my whole point is like. They're gonna have to play because they want the money. The NBA starting soon because they want the money. Like, it's just kind of. I just thought it was just kind of crazy because they're not really taking into account like player health. That's right. That's what I think. You're of the being move.
1: so overdramatic.
0: No, I'm not. You because, are because they literally are getting a quarter of their of the regular time that they get for the off season. But
1: you you keep not thinking about. Well, no, no. So so break in between for some
0: teams. For some teams, this is it's no problem. They got a ton of time to rest. But like for, like half the teams maybe a little less than half the teams they got very very little time like e- even in between they're still, like i mean yeah what do you th- think there's these a lot guys of time off but they're still like, practicing their rest
1: do you think they're just they're just like sitting down on the couch and watching uh, tv and eating cheetos <laughs> no they're working out the whole time doesn't matter if you're, you're in the season or if you're in the off season you're still working out you're an nba basketball player i'm sorry i'm not sympathetic about this at all
0: well Okay, either way, like, it's a weird year, sure, and they want to get things kind of back scheduled. I think they should have given them another month. Then and, it would have been half the normal if, offseason time. If you
1: disagree time. with everything I just said, what about the fact that this is clearly a player's league? I don't think you can say anything. Like, the players clearly have a lot of say in this league, and they're very close of Adam Silver, and if this was really that big of a problem, do you think that Adam Silver would be having...
0: It start when it started. Well, well no, because there's a half or, or more than half the teams are fine. They had tons of rest. It's just those top teams with the best players that got no rest. So I just think it should have been probably four more weeks after the start time that they're doing now. And part of the reason I think this, too, is because I think the NBA season is just too long in general. I think 82 games is too many for the NBA. So that, that's part of it, too. Well, I think there's just be the less games. They're having a aren't they? Yeah. Well, don't, how, how many... Games I don't, are, I aren't don't is remember, a plan but I them. know
1: it's shorter for sure.
0: Yeah, so and that's good, but I, I think that they could have easily given those top teams more time to rest, given them till like mid-January. Like MLK weekend, I think that would have been a perfect start time.
1: LeBron spent like millions of dollars on his body a year. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> LeBron, I hope you'll be okay to play. I hope it'll be okay. LeBron's my favorite player. I'm not trying to be mean to him. But I hope you'll be okay. I'm so sorry that you're going to go play basketball and make millions of dollars. I'm so sorry.
0: All I'm saying is, just, well, we'll it was see, a, money moves, a whatever. Right. It was Whatever, I think it I just think it was too early, too quick of a turnaround. But, but again, as a fan, it's cool. We get like we get to watch more basketball. It's fun. Just logistically, like looking at it from the outside, that's just I just think it's too early. But, whatever, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's happening. So, all right. So now we're gonna go into a different form of
1: NBA. A former NBA player, got knocked out. On uh, Saturday night, in one of the prelim fights to uh, Tyson for uh, versus Roy Jones Jr., I watched the fights live. Uh, I bought the fight. It was pretty interesting to watch. I know that you said you saw the highlights. Uh, what did you think of of Nate Robinson getting knocked out by Jake Paul?
0: Well, so you know, I don't like <laughs> I don't follow this like celebrity boxing stuff that closely. So like I wasn't. Like, I didn't watch it. I kind of, honestly, I kind of even forgot it was happening. But, so I don't really know the backstory as to why Nate Robinson was even in this. Like, do you, what's the backstory then? I don't
1: know that much about it either. I was just watching because I wanted to see Mike Tyson fight. Yeah. And then I found out, like, during the fight that one of the prelims was Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. Uh, to, To my understanding, this was Jake Paul's second fight in these... Like, it was being explained to me that he's, like, some YouTuber guy that's some knucklehead that thinks he's a boxer now, and he's been training and boxing, and I think Nate Robinson just wanted to, uh, to to shut him up, yep. like, show him up, but, but this was Nate Robinson's first fight, but it's, it's, I think it's so stupid, they call these professional fights when they're, like, they're, I think it's almost like, and I'm not even a boxing fan, but I can see so clearly how it's almost disrespectful to the sport of boxing that they allow these, you know, it's 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 okay if you want to have these celebrity fights separate, but don't call it a, prof- like, they're calling these professional debuts and stuff like that. That's absurd. You know, you have these guys that are fighting alongside, you know, you have, like, these real professional fighters that have been fighting their entire lives, and this is what they do, and they've been working to, uh, to like work up the ranks, and I'm sure, like, I don't know how boxing works, but I'm sure it takes a really long time to even be considered to be on these you know nationally televised pay- pay-per-view event fights. And then you have guys like Nate Robinson and Jake Paul that are just, because of their celebrity, are elevated to, and I, I, don't get me wrong, it, it is entertaining, but to dignify it and say that this is professional
0: boxing, I think is a little bit crazy. And So I, how should they do it? If they if those two want to fight, then how should they do it? Well,
1: isn't there like other things like doesn't Barstool Sports do rough and rowdy or I don't know? Like yeah, but they something have something separate. But you don't call it a professional boxing match because it isn't. And you're like, and now you're saying that Jake Paul is a, a professional boxing match, um, boxing record of two and zero, oh, and like this guy is saying ooh, like, I want McGregor next and I want Dylan Dennis next and stuff like this. Like, shut up. Are you insane? If you want to get in the ring with Conor McGregor? And Conor McGregor will never do it and I hope he never does because why are you going to dignify this guy and even give him the time of day, you know, it's just stupid.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's like a kind of an unprecedented thing to have like celebrities go up and like kind of call themselves professional boxers. So I think it's just kind of like how do you even deal with it? Because like, For them, they think of themselves as, like, we want prime time. We don't want to be, like, like, Barstool is not big enough for them. Like, they want to be on, like, on a prime time network. The only way for that to happen is for them to go on and, like, be considered professional boxers. What's crazy
1: is this guy actually thinks that he's a professional. Like, he thinks that he's a boxer, this guy Jake Paul.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, clearly, like, if you're only going to fight other celebrities, you're not. But it's just just a weird situation. Like, how how do you televise it? Like, how do you... I don't put know. these events. In. It was really
1: funny that Snoop Dogg was uh was uh, announcing it. He did it. He did the Jake Paul versus Robinson fight, and he also did the uh, Tyson versus Jones Jr. fight, and he was super funny. Like people are are calling for him to maybe do uh, some kind of NBA play by play or color commentator. He was so funny. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. I, I I mean I'm not a huge boxing guy
0: either, mean, but
1: I'm not either. But I just just because Tyson was fighting, I wanted to watch it.
0: I do watch every time Terrence Bud Crawford fights, though. I don't know if you know Terrence I don't know who Crawford. That is. He's the number right now. He's the number one pound for pound boxer in the world. He's from my hometown of Omaha, Nebraska. No he way. He goes to um. He goes to, like like I'm a big Creighton basketball fan. He goes to, like. Like almost all the games, he gets recognized at him. and then he always wears like a Omaha, like like on his shorts or whatever, like a Nebraska logo, a Creighton logo. So I do watch every time he fights. And hometown he's hero. So yeah, he's the hometown hero. He's so much fun to watch. So yeah, we never talk about. Hey, what's his name again? Terrence Crawford. I
1: think they were talking about him on first take.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they. Isn't were. Isn't
1: he affiliated with uh, with uh, Mayweather?
0: Well, I mean, he like he wants to fight Mayweather. Oh, what's a fight? I thought yeah. there was
1: some guy that um that like Mayweather was sponsoring or helped train or whatever. It'll probably know.
0: never happen though. Like I I don't think it'll ever happen because I think Mayweather's probably too old and like I don't know. Terence Crawford has been number one pound for pound for a while now, so I don't know if Mayweather even wants to fight someone that's like the best in the world right now. But I don't know. I kind of like to throw a little boxing in. That's kind of fun because my guy's the the number one in the world. Terrence Crawford, shout out. Very cool. Love him. All right, so we're going to do something that we don't usually
1: do on here before we get to picks. We're going to talk a little Star Wars. <laughs> because why not? This why is the not? extra point. We just have fun. And That's right. It's an extra point just about Star Wars. Yeah. So for those of you that did not see the last episode of The Mandalorian and care about being spoiled
0: small spoilers very right. s- very not important to the plot
1: don't listen to the re- i mean but we might get into plot talk if it okay, comes to okay. so it yeah, yeah. don't listen to the rest of the show or at least tune out until we get to our picks
0: <laughs> like two, uh-huh. two, give it 2 or 3 minutes maybe. right
1: so on the last episode of the Mandalorian the Jedi it was revealed by Ahsoka Tano that baby Yoda's name is Grogu. <laughs> what do we think about this Isaiah?
0: <laughs> Shocking. Like, I mean, that, like, I don't, like, that's, what even is that? Like, okay, Star Wars is full of weird names, so it's obviously gonna be something that, like, it's new, you never heard of, but Grogu, is it Grogu or Grogu? I don't even know how to pronounce so it. they
1: were pronouncing it kind of like, like, Grogo. but then I, I, I watched the Grogu? episode twice, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think it's more of like a, like Grogu. Grogu. That's what I, that's how I'm gonna call it.
0: That literally sounds like pronounced, I think it's G-R-O-G-U. Yeah. Like that name, like it like makes you think of like throw up or something. Like I love like it. Grogu. <laughs> like it's just ugly. I love like, Grogu. And like I mean to me I don't it's not that big of a deal because it's like it's just another weird Star Wars name. It's like a little unfortunate that's like the cute little guy is like such an ugly name, but it's, it's kind an of ugly funny. ugly name.
1: Well, just, wait a second, like what do you what do you think uh people thought before they heard the name Yoda?
0: Yeah, I mean... You know what I'm saying? Like, Yoda, Yoda's, like, has a better cadence to it. Yeah,
1: but I think you think that because you're just so used <laughs> to hearing Yoda's name and you and you grew up watching Star Wars and there wasn't even a second thought about it. Maybe. It's like you were watching um, Star Wars live and in 1987 you saw... wasn't <sighs> it? Was 19, 1980. I was.
0: 1980,
1: yeah. Well, whenever Empire came out yep. uh, and you were like...
0: You were like Yoda. What the, what the hell? Like,
1: yeah. That name It Kind of sounds like yogurt. No,
0: like, <laughs> but Grogu, has, like, it just sounds. It's like Grogu. Like, it's it sounds like harsh. I don't know for like such a cute little guy, like well, a, such a harsh well, sounding. They were name.
1: talking about that he has fear and anger oh, within true. him. That's true.
0: That's true. And so he's not as cute and soft well, as we think. He has fear
1: and anger within him. And then Ahsoka was talking about how that kind of a, a thing led to her former master, Anakin Skywalker, yeah. turning to the dark side, and that's why she didn't want to train Grogu. So if you think it's kind of a, a nasty name, maybe <laughs> it's because Grogu is going to end up turning evil and going to the
0: dark side in the future. Yeah. Maybe. I, I just At the end of the day, it's more just funny than anything. I don't really care. I, I think it's just kind of like a funny-sounding name. I I I just don't think it really like fits with like Yoda and then like the other spe the only other person that was Yoda's species was Yaddle like Yoda and Yaddle like I feel like it would have been something like kind of similar to that but they just kind of like went completely random which I just thought was like a little interesting Yaddle but at the, the other day it's just cool name yeah yeah Yaddle.
1: Yaddle in Star Wars
0: episode one she's like a female Yoda yeah, yeah. I remember that okay. yeah. So, like, Grogu is just really, like, out of the blue. At the end of the day, it just, it's just funny. Like, it's just kind of stupid. So, you have
1: like, a, like a, a Y meme?
0: Yeah. So I'm, like, maybe. Or, like, yeah, like, start with a vowel, maybe. Like, something that sounds kind of, like, mysterious. But, like, Grogu just kind of sounds, like, it's, like funny, but just dumb to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was just, like, caught me off guard. But it was funny. All right. Want to get into picks and then sign off? Sure. Week 13 picks, we got no Thursday night game, probably because of, I don't know if that was already in the schedule, or just because of the Steelers and Ravens still playing tomorrow. They might
1: bump to, they might be doing a double Monday.
0: Oh, that's yeah, true, they got like a triple Monday situation, or no, oh, it's, is it triple? I think it's double Monday and then one on Tuesday maybe next week, it's something weird.
1: This stuff's crazy.
0: So we got, starting on Sunday, we got Saints versus Falcons in the Georgia Dome. Yeah.
1: I'm going with the Falcons. They're, they're playing at home. Nothing that, that really matters this year. But um, I don't know. The Saints have looked kind of pedestrian with this whole take some hail. And I know we didn't really talk about it, but I think that they should be giving Jameis the the spot uh, the chance. I don't know how you feel about that. But I think they do have a firepower offense that might lend itself to Jameis being the starter. But they just don't really excite me on offense right now. And I think the Falcons have been looking pretty strong Especially after their their victory against the Raiders, and they've been putting up some good numbers and been playing well under their interim head coach, so I'm going to go Falcons there.
0: Yeah, that's a, I mean that's a good pick, and you know we never got into that, but yeah, I, I mean I would have agreed with you. I think Jameis probably should be the starter as well. I'm still going to take the Saints. It's a fun rivalry. They Saints just beat them a couple of weeks ago, but you know Falcons are coming off a huge offensive performance at home. That game could really go either way. I'm going to go with the Saints, though. We got the Bears hosting the Lions.
1: This one I was kind of uh, confused about because yeah. I don't really know a lot about either of these teams because they're both just not good. So the Bears beat the Lions previously this this season, so I'm going Bears there.
0: When the, so when the Bears were—I don't remember if I ever said this on the show, but I said it with my roommates. We are talking after the Bears were 5-0— and I said the Bears are not going to win another game this season. Wow. Kind of joking, kind of not. Like, because like, I thought, like, literally winning, losing 11 straight would be crazy, but, like, not entirely impossible. So far, They've like lost five straight. Wow. But the Lions, I mean, are so bad. They did put up 25 last week, but I, I, I think I'm going to have to go with the Bears just because the Lions are so bad. If the Bears really lose their last 11, that'd be hilarious because I said that after they're 5-0, but I'm going to have to take the Bears on this one. The Titans are hosting the Browns. Titans. Yeah, I'm going to take the Titans there as well. Dolphins are hosting the Bengals. Dolphins. Yep, I'm taking Dolphins. Vikings hosting the Jaguars. Vikings. Taking the Vikings as well. Jets hosting the Raiders. Raiders. Yep, I'm taking the Raiders too. Texans are hosting the Colts. Colts. Uh, this is a tough one, but I am I think I'm going to go Colts. But I think that – I think you're talking sleeper upset. I think the Texans at home against the Colts, uh, like especially the Colts didn't look that good last week. Uh, this is a tough one for me. I'm going to take the Colts, but I could easily see them getting upset. Cardinals are hosting the Rams. I think it's going to be the Cardinals. Yeah. The Rams just look –
1: they look disgusting. against yeah, the 49ers. Tough. This is really – I like the Rams. High-opening game.
0: I like the Rams, but, yeah, that was a tough one. Um, I'm going to take the Cardinals as well to bounce back. Seahawks hosting the G-Men.
1: Fortunately, I'm going to have to go Seahawks.
0: Yeah, I mean, with Colt McCoy, I just I, I, can't, I can't give it to the Giants. It's got to be Seahawks. Packers are hosting the Eagles. Packers. Yep, taking the Pack. Chargers are hosting the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, man, that a, that's another tough one. I just think the Chargers coaching is so bad, and their time management is so bad. I think the Patriots win a close one. Chiefs hosting the Broncos on Sunday Night Football. Chiefs. Hopefully the Broncos actually Why is have a that quarterback. Sunday
1: Night Football? Are you kidding I know. me? Yeah, I, I know. Literally any other game. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. I can't watch these crap primetime games.
0: Well, Chiefs keep getting primetime every week, which is kind of. I mean, sure, there was a Super Chance, but but That game
1: is just horrible. You can't
0: give it to them every single week. Move the
1: Browns and the Titans later or something. Do something.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to take Chiefs there, obviously, too. The Rams and
1: the Cardinals. That's actually a good game. Yeah. Oh, my God. so, Who's scheduling these games?
0: I know. Uh, Steelers are hosting the Washington Footballs on Monday night next week. Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. Um, the 49ers are hosting the Bills also on Monday night. Bills. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills too. Then the Ravens on Tuesday night are playing the Cowboys in Baltimore.
1: Ravens.
0: Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens too. you have identical A,
1: picks?
0: No, it, we uh, Saints-Falcons was different. Oh. Uh, that everything might, else, I think everything else is the same. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might have been a lot of a lot of really good teams playing a lot of really bad teams though this week yeah. I think it's it's pretty reasonable um week eleven we both went seven and seven I, yeah i didn't I didn't mention this before, but we had a tough week two weeks ago um this last week, I went twelve and three, and you went ten and five
1: Do you have total Do you have so or- in total
0: I'm up by four right now you're
1: up by four
0: yeah because I, I I beat you by two this week so I had, a, I had a really good week. We're this gonna week.
1: go. We're gonna go through the playoffs, though, right? Oh yeah. We'll just we'll contact each other. We'll,
0: yeah. All right. Good. All right. When with that, I think that is all the time we have tonight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in live to the extra point from Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. We are signing off. My name is Isaiah Mueller.
1: This is Kenny Tomkovich. If you have any Star Wars questions for next week, be sure to uh, to let us know.
0: We'll throw one in at the end of the show.
1: Yeah. If you. If you... Whoever sends me a good Star Wars question, we'll, we'll debate it at the end of the in the last five minutes next week.
0: Thank you, guys. Good night. Good night.